Listener-supported KFUO, we are the messenger of good news. You're listening to the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. What's on your mind today? What would you like to discuss? Well, I would like to talk about the Old Testament lesson that many of us heard this past Sunday, and that was Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 16 to 29. In this passage, uh, Yahweh, the Lord, the Lord of hosts, uh, blasts false prophets, and, and through his prophet Jeremiah tells the people not to listen to the false prophets who are telling lies in his name. And when you get near the end of the reading, it says, How long shall there be lies in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies, and who prophesy the deceit of their own heart, who think to make my people forget my name by their dreams that they tell one another, even as their fathers forgot my name for Baal? Let the prophet who has a dream tell the dream, but let the one who has my word speak my word faithfully. And that's really uh, an important text there. Uh, God goes on to say, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks the rock in pieces. So the problem of false teachers that was around in the days of Jeremiah has not gone away. (laughs) Even in our own day, there are false teachers, even who arise in the church and who claim to be speaking for God, but what they say is not what God himself has told us in his divine word of the Old and New Testaments. And that is certainly clear when we come to the topic of creation, is it not? how many churches have compromised the truth of God's holy word on this important teaching of creation and have gone along with the world's religion of secular humanism, materialism, and scientism. So they teach evolution as fact and that the story, the account of creation is in the Bible as not being true, but being only symbolical or something like this. Uh, And that has... Uh, consequences for every other doctrine in the Bible. If you look at how many churches have compromised on the teaching of creation versus evolution, watch what happens in those churches as time progresses. Not only do they compromise on creation and whether there was a historical Adam and Eve and a real historical fall, but pretty soon all the miracles of the Bible are questioned. Even the death and resurrection of Jesus are questioned, and the person and work of Jesus are called into question. So, We need to listen again to what the Lord said through his prophet Jeremiah, where he warned against false preachers who are preaching lies in his name, trying to get people to forget his name. Instead, the Lord said, if you have my word, speak my word faithfully. Well, when we have God's word and we speak it faithfully, what what will that look like? Well, first of all, it will be law and gospel preaching, will it not? Uh, We'll be calling sinners to repentance and promising the forgiveness of sins that comes only through the crucified and risen. Lord Jesus Christ. That's what Jesus himself said after his resurrection, right, to his disciples. When he showed himself alive after his resurrection, he said it was necessary that the Christ should suffer and rise from the dead on the third day so that repentance and forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all nations. And so when we, on these Tuesdays, talk about creation versus evolution, it's not like this is some peripheral issue. You know, 
basically the devil never plays for small potatoes. He's always trying to get people to doubt the gospel, to doubt what the Bible tells us about Jesus and our salvation in Jesus. And if he can't get in the front door, he'll come around the back door. So he'll say, well, you can't believe those stories about creation, can you? Oh, there was really not a historical Adam or Eve. Oh, the miracles of the Bible, they didn't really happen. Well, Jesus never claimed to be the Son of God, and it's ridiculous to think that God would make him die on a cross or that he would raise him from the dead. So all of these things ultimately come back to, are we going to preach God's worth faithfully or not? Right. When we start picking and choosing, it's a slippery slope, as you said. What do we pick? What do we choose? And if there's no Adam and Eve, there's no fall into sin, so why do we need the Savior Jesus? You got it. That That's exactly right. And many, many churches have fallen away starting with their questioning the reality of what God teaches us in Genesis about the creation, the fall into sin, the flood of Noah's day, and it doesn't stop there. Right. Ultimately, it undermines the gospel, and these churches very often no longer believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that he died as a sacrifice for our sins, that he rose from the dead on the third day, or that we're saved by grace alone through faith in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. alone. And usually then they also want to then say that sin is not sin. So in our own day, think how many churches uh, participate in pride parades. And think about it. A pride parade is about being proud about sinning against what God clearly says is wrong in his own word. I live in Collinsville, Illinois, and there's a church. They have the sign, the electronic sign outside that says, everyone welcome. And when it says that, it's a rainbow. And you know, gay and lesbian groups have adopted the rainbow as their symbol. So it's the rainbow colors when it says, everyone welcome here. And that's an example of people going away from God's word. And, you know, we too would say that they are welcome. Right. Everybody's welcome, but not to come not repenting of their sin. That's that's the difference. You know, we would say to everyone, gay or straight, that we all repent of our sins and we turn to Jesus and ask him for forgiveness. And then we ask God also to help us to live a new life. We're not proud of our sin. We don't uh, say everybody should be happy that they are exactly the way they are. God loves us in spite of our sin, but he loves us too much to leave us in our sin. And so, That's a key thing here. So as we're listening to what God said through Jeremiah, uh, his word is like fire. His word is like a hammer that breaks rock in pieces. So that hammer of the law will smash our proud and stubborn and stony hearts so that we repent. And when we turn to Jesus and look to him who died for us and rose again, we know that God promises full and free forgiveness on account of Jesus, our Savior. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do that. I'll be using the words of him number 655 from Lutheran Service Book. Lord, keep us steadfast in your word. Curb those who by deceit or sword would wrest the kingdom from your son and bring to naught all he has done. Lord Jesus Christ, your power make known, for you are Lord of lords alone. Defend your holy church that we may sing your praise eternally. O comforter of priceless worth, send peace and unity on earth. Support us in our final strife and lead us out of death to life. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program today. My pleasure. And I look forward to talking to you next week. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at kfuo.org.